Are we live? Oh, we're live. We're live, guys. Okay. You can still, I, you can use your headphones and buzz with until the, Until later? Well. Wait, am I recording? I don't think you should ever. Oh, oh do your headphones have a speaker on them? No. Like a microphone? Okay. So then I think you should be fine to just use them and use your Okay. Phone. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm going to use them. We're going to, okay. I don't know if anybody's here. So let me just, uh, oh my God. Yeah. Okay. So I, you won't be able to see the people asking stuff and saying stuff, but I will let you know if anybody's asking any questions. So Leanne can see us. So that's a really good sign. I just, Leanne, I'm going in. I'm going in to see. <laughs> can you hear both of us? I talking, talking. Oh shoot! I just did it again. I'm I'm still on the wrong. Now I gotta do. <laughs> now I gotta do headphones. I don't talk to me again. Talking, talking. Why am I so bad at life right now? Just just switch your. I, yeah, I got it. Okay, um, I you. okay, well, now I'm nervous. People can't hear. Um, so Leanne, can you make sure that you can hear both me and Becky? So Becky's going to say some beautiful words right now. Beautiful words. These are the words that are beautiful. Ooh. I'm them and they are just the most beautiful words ever. You didn't hear anything more beautiful than this. It's, it's true. You're, you're not wrong. I hope that Leanne can now confirm. I think Leanne has... Uh, sorry, I was helping my son. Um, so yeah, Leanne, when you can, no pressh, uh, give us the old, you guys are loud and clear. Okay, we're just going to do a little something here because I'm pretty sure that I should be able to move these comments somewhere else so that they are, oh, here they are. Okay. Okay, perfect. I'm just looking at the Zoom. I don't see comments. So if you need me to respond, yeah, I will read them to you um, <laughs> should they happen. Uh, all right, let's see here. I'm, I'm still not seeing us in. Are we in Real Talk Live right now? Because I'm freaking out. <laughs> Am I in the right group? This is the stuff that stresses me out, but I'm not showing up. I'll use my phone to try to find out what's happening. Yeah, I'm not seeing us right. Oh, there we are. We're in. We're good. Okay. We are good. Yay. It's very delayed. Ooh, and I got your name on it. You're going to see it's very cute what I've done here. Um, okay. okay. So, yes, guys, this is officially the very first Real Talk Design Live. So Becky, thank you for being here. Thank I'm you. Excited. Um, what you don't know, or maybe you did know, I'm not entirely sure, is that I'm actually going to export the audio from this, and we are going to put it like on the podcast itself uh, for people who aren't in the group or who didn't catch it or whatever. Okay. Um, but I'm probably going to make it a bonus episode in the week because if people already watched it in here, that's a lame episode for the week for them. Lame. Um, so yeah, I'm here with Becky Lou. So Becky, why don't you tell everybody what your backstory is? Tell us like, okay, where do you live? How long have you been doing this? Just tell us all the things. Uh, I'm in Des Moines, Iowa in the Midwest. Um, I, went, I got my bachelor's in interior design and then worked for a high-end remodeling firm for one year before starting my own business. And so that was um, just over 
four years ago that I left. So I'm a total of four in, four into my business. And, Amazing. Um, yeah. And I do mostly K and B. So I'm doing remodeling. Um, I want to get into some new addition stuff. I think a custom house would be just mm-hmm. so fun. Um, and okay. So, okay. Hold on one sec. Yeah. She's saying that you're muted, which I suspect has to do with me then less than you. First of all, to everybody watching, it's friggin' happy hour, right, Becky? Friday. Take a quick little sociable break. Mm. All right. Becky, unfortunately, has to tell us all over again because I screwed up. Uh, Tell us us your deal. Okay. (laughs) So um, I have a bachelor's in interior design. Right after I graduated from university, I went to work at a high-end design build firm for one year, then launched my business at 22 years old. Um, and that was four years ago. So I'm four years into my business. And You're 26? I just turned 27. <laughs> oh my goodness. That's amazing. Oh yeah. man. I'm a baby. Wowzers. Um, it was not yeah, doing anything remotely this amazing. What? Hashtag baby designer, as Luann would say. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. That's amazing. That's freaking amazing. Um, sorry, bear with me here. Uh, I'm really, I'm, I'm going to, my laptop, in addition to the volume not being great for me, my laptop's chugging, so I'm also contending with, like, you know when you're, I don't know about you, but my laptop, like when it's working too hard and particularly like when I'm doing stuff like this, it starts to like chug and it makes this like, sh- like the fans going crazy, basically. It's what okay. happens happening. So it's just, I mean, I'm just going to have to be like this and listen. Uh, I guess the question is like, where is the speaker? <laughs> uh, I'm having, a, I have a loner laptop. I don't know if you guys heard this, but my, we basically broke my laptop on, Tuesday morning, uh, because we thought, well, let's open it because something sounds loose. And when we closed it back up, it no longer worked. So I'm on a loner laptop and everything's kind of weird. But I don't know why I don't understand where the speakers are on this. Like, where should the sound be coming out of? I I don't even know because I don't see speakers on mine. <laughs> like, What's weird is that happening. you are like, it sounds like you're coming from over here when... When I have a laptop and the speaker should be here. Anyways, it doesn't matter. We're going to make our way through this. I'm moving you over here. And we're just going to hope that this works itself out. Okay. So uh, Becky is 26 or 27? 27. Just turned. (laughs) Yeah. And she's been running her business for four years. And that is amazing. I was on your website earlier. And Mm -hmm. I'm just, I'm curious. um, Did you make your website yourself? I did. Yeah, I do that myself. So you're basically what you're saying is you're very multifaceted. (laughs) Um, Or a control freak. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, shoot. What? I ended the broadcast by accident. The live? Let's get started for real life now. So our first legit real talk design live is happening. And it's been it's been a rough go. But we're here with Becky Lou, Lou Interiors. Lou, am I saying it right? Yeah, it's okay, just okay. as simple as you can make it. Okay, perfect. Um, okay, so for the third time, third time's a term, let's tell everybody your deal, starting with your age. Okay, um, 
I, I just turned 27. I went to Iowa State University. I'm in Des Moines right now. Um, I got my bachelor's in interior design and then I worked for a high-end design build firm for one year and then I started my business uh, four years ago in March. Amazing. So it's just past your anniversary. I mean, I guess it's yeah. not, but yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. So yeah, mine was four years in April. Yeah. I, I kind of knew that because when you started your podcast, you said, you know, my, yeah. my business is this old. And I was like, my business is that old. <laughs> yes. Oh, it's funny because I, did you like do anything like email an email list or put it on? So like, I just, every time I forget and then I don't do it. And then, and then it's like, well, shoot, that ship sailed. I made a big deal of year two. Mm -hmm. uh, and that was like it. Yeah, you just get busy and you forget. Yeah. Well, and COVID's going on. And so it's, it's like, it's hard to celebrate. I feel like, you know, it's yeah. hard to just be like, everything's fine and our business is celebrating. I don't know. Yeah. Let's talk about COVID for a hot second. Um, what, how's, how's, okay. So one thing I liked, I went to your website and I saw on the very front page. So I think this is a great idea and I didn't do it, but um, it, tell everybody what you put on your homepage to kind of, uh, basically talk about it and make it so I, not, I think it's, it's not a thing <laughs> I think it says like yes we're open and it says um you know despite what's going on in the world thanks to modern technology we can still work together and then it's I think there's a button for um book a discovery call to see how we can work together from our own sofas uh, <laughs> also Veronica Solomon is in the house Maybe. Hi, Veronica and she called us two of her favorite people. So that feels like oh. a lie, but I'll take it. <laughs> that's really I love it. Oh my God. Um, yeah, that's so smart. I, I actually felt like I did not, I emailed um, my clients and well, a lot of my projects are on hold aside from like two. And I wanted them to know, like, I'm acknowledging what's happening. I can do some stuff virtually, but I also, yeah. like, I wanted to make sure I wasn't trying to sound like, oh, I'm scared for money, like, give me money. But I, I wanted to acknowledge it and say, like, I, like, there is still stuff we could do, but most people were just kind of like, you know, well, we're just going to hold for now, and that was fine. But I haven't sent anything to my email list yet, which I'm planning on doing, and I don't have anything on my website. I have never sent anything to my email list, and I've been collecting it for, like, three years, and I still don't have a newsletter and I, that's my one thing that I'm just like, you know, if I've got downtime in this, if business stops, that's what I got to get on because it's been long enough and I am not utilizing my email list. Yeah. Pandemic goals. Yeah. <laughs> that's a, like, I don't, I don't email them as much as I should. And I, I started working on, um, like, a, I want to, my plan is to create an automation that's like once a month. So it's like, when, yeah. no matter what, when someone's added and then I'll add everybody that's in my list to my automation. So even if I don't do a, in real time update of something, they're mm -hmm. still going to get something that's not like time sensitive. And then I can also then a second time in the month, add more of a, like, here's what's going on actively as opposed to just like whatever automation goes in. But then it's like set 12 of them in the automation, never worry. Like, do them as well, like personal yeah. ones, like maybe on a month to month if I have time, but know that they're still getting something, even if I don't do like a specific project. Up. So that's on my pandemic goal list for sure. Yep. It's hard. 
I know that it's like, it's important for staying in front of people's brains and keeping top of mind, but it, it, it takes time and you got to make the time for it. I know. I know. I, I have got something up my sleeve right now that I'm very excited about. And I'm going to start this weekend, which I don't want to talk about it yet. Cause I don't know if I can do it, but I'm, I'm really committed to doing more, um, video content, uh, because I keep talking about wanting to host a TV show or whatever. And I'm like, I I need to do more video content if this is what I want, right? I need to show the universe. I also think I want to do more prop styling. So anyways, this weekend I have this new project that I'm working on um, that I'm going to try to start doing more of. And I'm hoping I can pull it off and I'm very excited about it. So uh, (laughs) that's on my pandemic goal list. And I had to like stop myself from working on it. Um, because I didn't want to do anything else. I wanted to just do that. But I'm like, no, I'm going to do it on the weekend. Um, That's how I've with my website lately. I've like, I just like, you know, oh, I should probably work on Cindy's kitchen design. But I could also change my about page on my website right yeah, now. <laughs> I know. I do that a lot too. And for the people who are listening, if you feel so inclined to tell us uh, what you guys are, what your pandemic goals are for your business that maybe have been backward. And now this like downtime for some of us has helped you uh, be able to do that. And for people commenting, I, we're just going to try to not, uh, we're going to stop periodically to read them, but we won't read them necessarily in real time. Um, so what's going on for you right now? Like, do you, you've got some, like, or do you have a regular workload, would you say, or is it slowed down a little bit? What's it looking like? I have a pretty regular workload. I am fortunate enough to partner with a local contractor who um, just keeps sending me work. And he's out there because construction is still an essential industry or whatever. Um, And so he's out doing remodels and site visits and bidding new jobs and um, then sending clients a link to book a virtual consultation with me. So... Yeah. He's in freaking Yeah, it's it's going really well. And then he pays me hourly for whatever time the client uses with me. Um and That's so the client and then he builds it into his fees. And so the clients aren't even really like they're not feeling pressured with me. They're just like, Oh, this design service is wonderful and it's included in my in my remodel project and I'm meanwhile like using I'm doing like five hour meetings with them on the front end of their project. And then, um, the consult, the virtual consultations are not that long. <laughs> um, but usually in person I'll go and I'll select, um, materials like we'll, we'll go to the backsplash, the countertop place. We'll check out the cabinetry place and we'll go to a plumbing showroom and we'll select everything together in like a day. And so it's like a design yeah. in a day thing. And so now I'm just doing it on my own and having a consultation virtually with the client beforehand. Um, and I'm not going anywhere. I'm using all products that I'm just so familiar with because we've been working together for three years now. Um, and I know his vendors and I know what they've got and I know it goes together. And so it's, it's been actually really easy. Yeah. The well, Lee, is- you know, who is this guy and does he have a contractor brother? So... <laughs> Uh, I want to know the same, a Canadian brother from another mother, maybe. Um, did you set that up? Like, did he come to you or like, how did you initially set up this relationship? Because 
He kind of, okay, sorry, he's he's a contractor, not a builder, right? Because we said probably in a previous yeah. one that she would love to be doing new builds. So universe, bring on the new builds, new construction builds for, for Becky. Um, and when it happens, we can thank Real Talk Design Live, obviously. <laughs> um, no, but uh, you, yeah, he's a contractor. Yeah. And how did this relationship initially start? Who did, who re- reached out to him? He reached out to me initially, but he had a terrible idea, so (laughs) I adjusted it. Um, And so we met by working together on a mutual client. So the client hired him and the client hired me, and then it went really well. And um, I think that the communication and the design and everything just turned out well enough that he um, reached out to me and said, hey, could we be working together on every project? And I was like, probably. And so (laughs) we went We went to a bar for wine, um, like at 6 p.m. one night, and um, he was like, hey, so could you put together, like, five design options for me to let clients choose from from here on out? And I was like, no. (laughs) Oh, like, he wanted you to, like, this is like a a template that you use five five options and then like I do the work once and then it's just like rather rinse repeat yeah and I was like that's more of a new construction thing that is never going to work with remodeling like you can put together five different homes and then have a client pick a b you know but with remodeling you're gonna have to consider everything that's already there and every layout's gonna be different and like just every project is so different that's never going to work and I explained this to him and he was like okay so how else could we do it? And I said, let's do, um, let's break your process down so that the design phase happens first and then um, is like completely done in a little package at the beginning of every single project and then you move forward. So he doesn't even start ordering, doing any, or yeah, he doesn't order anything until the entire design is approved. He doesn't do any um, demo until everything in the design has been ordered and arrived. Um, like and, yeah. <laughs> and, um, and then once the, once he does start ordering after the design is approved, I'm sort of done. I'm not doing any project management. Um, I'm available. Yeah. <laughs> I'm available for, um, like if something needs to be changed, I'll, I'll come in and, and spend an hour or two saying, okay, here's our solution. And here's the product that's available immediately because that one's back ordered or something. Um, and that's it. I don't, I'm, so I'm basically, I'm just charging for my time with that. Oh my goodness. This is like a dream. I, I love it. <laughs> okay. So just so I'm clear, the, the contractor, like the client, right? They hired him first and then you're the package of him. So, ooh. so, but you probably also do get clients who just come to you and hire you. I do, but I, the, the kind of, the weird thing about it is I'm his only go-to designer. So I'm, he's, if any, if he sends his clients to a designer, he's sending them to me. I have like three or four contractors that I like. And so I kind of, right. Yeah. Yeah. I pick and choose, you know, this client, their priority is that it gets done quickly and as cost effectively as possible. Then they can go to him. If they want like the most experienced guy, then I have a guy who's been in the industry two decades longer. Um, and then if they just want someone who um, 
is really like collaborative and um, comes with his own ideas in addition to mine and can, and is like, this guy has an amazing attention to detail. If my drawings, which I'm pretty anal, I don't know about you. If my drawings have a mistake, he can find them. And I love that about him. Um, and and so what that, drawings do you do? You do like CAD drawings? Yeah. I use, I'm using Revit and trying to transition into chief architect right now. Oh, really? I have yeah. Chief Architect. Well, that's not totally true. What do I have? I have like the cheapy version. I have Home Designer Pro. Yeah. But not even Pro. So oh. I to upgrade. <laughs> I have a Home Designer Interiors. I tried to upgrade. Oh, that's what I have. Interiors and, and Premiere are like really. Oh, you wait, you have Home Designer Interiors? Yeah. Oh, okay. Never Turns mind. Out. I, think <laughs> I have, thought I had Chief Architect, but I don't. Yeah, it's it was expensive, and I I brought I bought it in uh like January of 2019, and I'm just now getting around to learning it because I've been using Revit. How much did you pay for it? I want to say it was like almost two grand or something. Maybe it was like yeah. hundred. Okay, that explains a lot. Um, why I lack a lot of things, but um, <laughs> I tried to upgrade. I fully paid for an upgrade to home designer pro and I downloaded it but my laptop uh, operating system was too old so they had to refund me yeah it was very devastating so whatever but um are you liking it so far I am um I actually just had a call with Kelly Fredline this morning a training session and she's she's teaching me how to uh, make my own materials which I'm super excited about she took your top from uh, tiny marble pattern tiling to this big stretched Carrera thing. And I was like, ah, and she was like, that's really simple. <laughs> yeah. So but, yeah. she, like who, I don't know who Kelly, Kelly who? Oh, Kelly Redline. She, um, she has the, I think her group is um, like presentation by design and she does, she's like a master of chief architect and she does training sessions. Um, and I'm on her email. Yeah. I'm on her emailing list, um, and right now she has a promo for, I think, 20% off all one-on-one training. Um, okay. I need to remember who was asking about training. I will remember, so I'm going to try to rem- Somebody asked about uh, chief architect training in my group a while ago. Oh yeah, she and she's actually in the Toronto area. I can't remember who it was, but I'm hoping. So, sorry, her Facebook group is Presentation by Design. Um, I'm not positive on the exact name of the group, but her name is Frid Line. So Kelly K E L L Y F R I D L I N E, I believe. Okay, and we'll make sure that that's linked up after. Um, I can't figure it out. Um, very cool. Okay, we're going back to the contractor. I have more questions about. Okay. He, you guys basically worked together on something and then what tell me about like what size of business was he when you first connected like was he kind of smaller at the time like I'm curious like if we were trying to find a, somebody like him yeah who doesn't have a designer what would we be yeah. looking for do you think so he is like mid thirties. He was, I think his business was about two years old when he, when we found each other. Um, and his business is like, he's the owner. He owns this general contracting remodeling business. And then he employs, um, 
two to three project managers who are, who work as the lead contractor. And then, cause he doesn't like break a sweat. He knows how to do all this stuff, but he just, uses, sure. he's just doing his uh, business job on this. So, um, and then under the project managers, then he's got probably five to 12 guys at any given oh, wow. time. Like, like younger, like just hands, you know, guys that, um, like he takes experienced people, but he also will train people who are willing to learn. And so it's just a lot of young guys who are willing to put in hard work. Um, and, um, and then he subs a lot out. So his electrician is always subbed. He subs painting, um, plumber, things like that. So his guys are really just doing like finished carpentry and installing cabinets and stuff like that. And like, he's an enjoyer, like you get along with them. That's important, obviously. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah, he's a, he's a nice guy. We're Facebook friends. He's not active, but, um, he's pretty cool. We don't hang out outside of our professional relationship. He's, he's like a little older than me. Um, and not very social, but <laughs> um, yeah, he, it's something that I did notice. Um, so right before he made the meeting with me to talk about how we could work together more, he did have me out for a consultation at his place. So he like, like he was test driving you. Yeah. Like he hired me to come oh, out. He paid you too. Okay. He paid me for a consultation. Um, which I later found out he had no intention of actually going through the work, um, going through with the work on. <laughs> and so he, he had me out. I had no idea he was wanting to start up this like business working relationship. He was just seeing how I am with a client. I think like, oh my God. Yeah. and I passed the test of his gym. Yeah. So I went to his house. I met his wife and like, we talked about um, he had a, he has a beautiful, huge house in the middle of nowhere. And I, I was walking through Are you a little scared driving up to this man's house in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> well, yeah. And he's got, I think he's has to come from money or something. And that's maybe how he started this business. But like, he's got this, these sprawling acres, they have a horse barn and like the white picket fence around the whole thing. And you drive down a long drive to get to the house. And then the house is like a billion square feet. And I'm like, how are you 35? And this <laughs> this is okay you have got me thinking 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 and um what about like did you like the work he was doing at that time or do you do you feel like you um up the ante by working with him like what were you I feeling about it. Work? no it's gotten better it was very um like all his stuff looked pretty builder basic um like just and a lot of times he was not even doing real like he wasn't trying to be a designer he was just letting the clients kind of go on their own it was kind yeah. of a just free-for-all and good luck picking this out I'm just gonna yeah. install whatever you want and so it was really just up to the clients and and now the clients some clients he doesn't have come to me because they know exactly what they want and a designer would just be a waste of money because they're going to tell the designer what they want. And the designer's going to go, okay, let's do that. <laughs> yeah. 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 And, um, okay. Yeah. Sorry. Keep, no, keep going. I was going to say he sends probably like 70 to 80% of his clients to me because the rest are the people who know what they want. That's freaking amazing.
This podcast is supported by Ultralux Linens. And guess what, guys? I got my new living room drapes. And of course, it was Ultralux Linens that made them. And they're absolute pure perfection. So I have never owned real drapes before. No, I've owned real drapes. I haven't owned custom drapes before. And so I really feel like I've made it. And I love them because they don't flare on the bottom, which is a huge pet peeve of mine. I don't like a really bulky drape. And so when they arrived... They were perfectly accordion folded. Don't think that's the technical term for it, but they were perfect and they went in and it's like it transformed my living room. They are made perfectly. The pleat is perfect. I'm, the length was perfect. Everything was amazing. And I've got more drapes coming in. It's like they're coming. They're coming fast and furious. I've got my bedroom and I've got my music nook and dining room next. So I'll keep you posted. But guys, they carry over 75 different fabric brands. And the great thing is it's all under one roof. You're going to get the exact same designer pricing you'd get if you went to all of these brands direct. You can tell them about new brands you're interested in in case they don't happen to have them. And she will absolutely try to get those for you. They have towels. You can pick the colors that you want. They have bed linens. You can get custom duvet covers made. Again, just pick any old fabric you want. Get exactly what you need. Bingo, bango. You are done. And there's so much more. They carry so many different things. It's incredible. If you are not already following them on Instagram, go to Ultralux Linens. Follow them. Let's give them a little love. Also go to ultraluxlinens.com. And if you are in the GTA and you are at the Toronto International Design Center, they are suite 202 on the second floor. So go check them out, guys. They're amazing. How many hours, like, do you find like for him, are you doing like whole homes most of the time or just single rooms or it's just across the board? His projects are a lot of single rooms. Um, Right now we're working on an entire basement. And so that's probably, I mean, that could be, um, I don't know. That one probably is just under 2000 square feet. It's a, it's a decent size. It's like a very size place basement. And, um, they're doing like a a theater room and a bathroom and a bar. And, um, and so there's a lot involved in that one. And then I'm doing another one, um, in a pretty affluent neighborhood for a politician, apparently, um, who... Yeah, who has this really old house and he's redoing like the whole upstairs because he's already done the main level. So we're doing the whole second level, which is like a huge master suite, a couple bedrooms, um, hall bath, and then the hallway and the staircase. Um, and so there's some bigger projects like that, but usually it's just like a kitchen or two bathrooms or something. Mm-hmm. And on like, does he get weird about hours or anything? Like, so I, like on average, if you're doing like one room, how, ma- how many hours are you like billing out to him typically? I can bill, a, I can do a bathroom in, um, depending on the size of the bathroom, usually less than seven hours. Um, and then for the, the one that I mentioned for the politician's house where we're doing like his whole upstairs and then like down the staircase, that one, I think I've already put in like 15 hours and we're not done. So we haven't even started selecting for because we're moving walls and stuff. So mm-hmm. for that one, we're still space planning where um, he's having me draw up floor plans. And I went you to the house. He's helping you. Like, what, what does that mean? He's helping you draw the floor plans. So the client and the uh, contractor are all working with me right now. It's very like send it back and forth. So the contractor started off with some dimensions that he gave me. Then I went to the house, 
saw that I needed way more dimensions. So I got some of those. So I started with what the contractor gave me. So then I went to the client and I said, Hey, how about this? And the client said, okay, how about what if we did this instead? And so we've done, I swear, this is the most revisions I've like ever done on a project. (laughs) I think we've gone back and forth, like at least six to seven times on what about this option one option two, option three, option four. <laughs> and he keeps, and the, the client's like, what about a hybrid between these? And I, I guess maybe it's because he's a politician, but he's, he's like this, I really like this one, but they like the price of this one better. What can we do? And he's he talks like a radio announcer and <laughs> it's, it's been really, um, a very unique experience with that particular client, but usually it's so quick, um, with most of these jobs where I can be like, all right, here's what I suggest for your entire design, everything. Like here's all the products. Is there anything that um, sticks out to you that you don't like or anything that you'd like to see another option for? Um, and usually I need one revision or none. Mm-hmm. Because it's just, it's the bare, it's like, I won't say it's the bare minimum, but it's like, it's as efficient as possible. We've got it really, um, down like the client interaction is very short which I think also plays a role in the number of hours um for you involved because a lot of that you know um so you when when you are working on a project like for the contractor dude um you are meeting with the clients though yes early on to get to know what they need and want yep and okay, and then you're pre- you're the one presenting to the clients. Yes. And do you run it by him first and say like, no, <laughs> no he's not your. He, he does. He does create a proposal, so I have allowances for everything. Oh, so, so yeah, yeah. So he starts before I even get involved. He has bid the project, um, and he says, "I think we can do it for you know this much." And then they say, "Oh, I like that." Okay, and then he says, "All right, so now." it's time to meet with the designer to pick out your selections and then we'll update your bid after that. So they are committed, but the price is not official, if that makes sense. Yeah. And so yeah. Do you ever find some of the numbers he puts in for things are a little like builder basic prices and uh, you're yeah. like, hey, oh, we need to. They used to be. Yeah, no, they used to be. And he's definitely learned from this process of working together over the past three years that, um, you know, it's not, really likely that we're going to find a tile that like a backsplash accent tile for $5 a square foot. So we need to put in a little bit more for that one. Um, and so he's, and he definitely like, it's, it's his problem if he puts in something too low and then he has to tell the client that's actually going to cost more later. So he's been really actually honest with himself about, um, no, I need to pad this more. And he's been like, especially countertops, he's been padding quite a bit lately. Mm-hmm. I've noticed. <laughs> so, yes. And what yeah. is really cool. And I, like, I love that. Like, so you're not going in to double check his tile installation work. None of that. Or you are. I'm not. I probably could, but I don't know that he'd want to pay me for that, honestly. Well, and it's kind of like, I think the core difference here is that the client hired him in this situation. So it's completely on him versus like, you know, I'm, you're just like, you're, you're part of the package that like, just so I understand, he'll quote the client for like the contracting services and design. Like, does he just roll in your fees into that and he blends it in? So 
And it's kind of like, yeah. you get a designer or does he say, this is a designer line item as, like for them to see? So for the guy who we're doing um, a lot of revisions with, he has told him, you're going to have a separate design fee because we knew right off the bat that this guy was going to want a lot of brainstorming and a lot of time. Yeah. Usually, I think he just builds in like 10 hours into yeah. just 10 extra hours, like, you know, yeah. oh, the backlash is a little more. Oh, the labor on this is a little more. And so the client doesn't actually see it. Come For up. sure. And then that's also why, like, I mean, I do think this is a lovely little union of, you know, doing what, what do you get involved ever with furnishing after or decorating a project? Do they ever clients ever come to you after with that? So I've had a, cl- a couple of clients be like, you know, do you also do, um, you know, furniture and, you know, what if we wanted a wallpaper accent wall or new lighting or something? Um, and I used to, I did a couple, but I have decided it was like, I don't know, February of this year. I was like, no more decorations. No, like I'm, I'm done with decor, done with styling. <laughs> I, so I'm trying to be like completely solely construction based now. So um, tell me like, uh, for you, what it is that you like more about one versus the other. Just curious to hear um, your thoughts on that. So I, when I got my bachelor's, um, it was very based in actually commercial design, which I think is really common. Um, and it, taught me, you know, how to do all the technical drawings. And, um, we only learned a very little bit about fabrics. Um, I don't think I remember learning anything about, um, furniture construction. I learned about stair construction. Um, and so when I got out into the field, I really just, I didn't know a ton about furnishing at all. Um, I, my, I had one client say, you know, this is, my chair has a double welt and I want to find another chair with a double welt. And I had to Google that. Like, I didn't know. Oh, I have to do that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I just like, there was, it's just a whole other like profession. Basically. There's so much to know about the world of custom furnishing and the trade industry and, and all of um, all the vendors that are available and the quality levels. And so that was really overwhelming to me for my first, you know, almost four years. Um, and I eventually just decided, you know what? I don't have to do that part. I can add it in later if I want. And I think what I say on my website is like, if we're doing like your, your whole first floor and you want me to also furnish it, then I can help you with that. Whereas, you know, it's, it's just a remodel that I got to also put the finishing touches on. So it's completely yeah. a vision. I don't want to come into a space that you're not going to let me change the architecture of and just do furnishings and, and decor. Um, even if I also get to change the paint color, it's just yeah. not my passion. I don't, I really like layout. Um, so I have in my consultations, um, like I have a client right now who's like, could you just help me, you know, draw the layout so that I can go find furniture that fits the size. And I was like, yeah, I can do that. Space planning is totally my jam all day, but I don't want to, um, do I don't want to talk about whether you want rolled arms or or <laughs> English arms or you know I'm, I'm just not interested yeah. <laughs> there's so many details it's a whole it's it's yeah it's a headache. I like a drawing I like a technical drawing yeah I think it's a beautiful thing that you like you did it 
and you were able to go like, it's not for me, I'm going to focus on this. And it's really funny that you bring that up because I had a conversation with Dave, my partner this morning, you know, probably a conversation he did not give a shit to have, but you know, I have to tell somebody my feeling. I was like, you know what? I've been thinking about this. Like, I just feel like I, I'm, I don't get excited about renovations. Like it's so long. It's mm-hmm. like, yeah. I have, I rely on so many other people to fuck up and yeah. it's just, okay, that, this was not part of my conversation, but this is me explaining right now. But and I was just like, you know, like what at my core lights me up is like the furnishing, the decor, like the not, like you said, not to, like, I don't want to do a space where I can't change the architecture. And I'm like, I want a space where I can just work with the architecture and make it better. It's so funny. But that's how I feel. And I don't know yet. Like, I'm not ready to like draw that hard line because I do think sometimes like you did it, you did, you gave yourself like four years of doing it. I've only done like a handful, like barely even a handful, very small handful of renovation type stuff. How I think I feel in my core is that I, I just really like furnishing styling uh you know making the space look amazing thank you and that's what I do think I'm good at and I just I mean could I be good at and I love space planning too but more in the way of like furniture and like so it's just interesting somebody's saying something so uh Leanne's saying um Leanne is saying that's my favorite part too uh because it's delayed I don't know if she means the decorating or the uh renovating so she's going to clarify that when she hears me say this um, and then she said, I also love being totally in charge. Okay. I think she means decorating because we're not relying on others as much. Yeah. yeah. That is totally. How, and, and I think it's just everybody at the end of the day, like it's, it's knowing anything in your business is figuring out like what's right for you. Like I was yeah. talking to some designers in a chat who might be at some point see this, but about like working with friends and family and how to deal with that. And I was just like, you know what? I don't work with friends and family. It's a hard line. I don't do it. Uh, I am not good at setting boundaries. I am a codependent person. It's really bad. And I don't, I can't do it. So that's good for me. What's that? I'll only work with my parents. Yeah, because they birthed you. And how are you going to say no, mom and dad? I'm into this world. I'm not going (laughs) to fix your house for you. Yeah, family, you know, you do what you do, like to give advice to family because, you know, whatever. Do you mean like you'll you'll help your parents? But like, they're not paying you, right? They will pay me. Oh, that's amazing. Your parents are incredible. (laughs) Well, first of all, those are wonderful parents. And I don't know. And I was just, most parents wouldn't do that. And that is wonderful in what a parent should do out of like, if you're doing a full kitchen reno or whatever. Mm -hmm. I also talk about the price up front with them and I'll be like, I'll do that if you'll pay me this much. And my mom's like, okay. (laughs) She's so cute. She's so nice and and supportive. Like you're her daughter. You're like, if if I, that's actually how family should be because, and friends, because if I'm focusing on you, I can't focus on somebody who can pay me. Have, have you frozen? Oh no. Yeah. She froze. Oh, you froze for a second. Oh, that was so scary. I was like, no. <laughs> You're back. We're good. Yeah. No, my parents um, have actually, my dad's a contractor, not locally for me, um, which I wish he was local, but um, they have done some spec homes, which um, is where you, you build a house just to sell it. 
and um they've also done some flips they had there was a house on their property when they bought um the lot that i grew up on and i lived in that house we called it a cabin because it's um it's got wood siding and it kind of looks like a log cabin um we lived in this tiny house for nine months while they were building their dream home which is what i grew up in um and then just this past year they moved that house like they hired a company to come take the tiny house and move it to another lot and then they added a garage onto it they built it a new basement and like a sunroom on the back so they would have somewhere to put um the staircase to the basement and um the laundry and stuff and and so they they keep doing all these little projects and then they'll consult with me and they'll be like can we hire you for three hours to talk about the paint colors for the rental? And <laughs> like, that's amazing. Yeah, and that's the thing. Yeah. Like, if you want me for three hours, you're gonna have to give me something, people, because <laughs> that's exhausting. And anyway, that's a whole other thing. I'm just gonna check on the comments and see what people are saying. Uh, so Leanne confirmed yes, decorating is what she does prefer. Um, it's great that we have options. Yes, Leanne. And this is something we talked about on another podcast, which is like you know, we can build our businesses however we want. And that's what's freaking great about doing this. Like, it's another thing I was saying to Dave, I was just feeling gratitude because I don't know if it was on this attempt at at going live or another one, but I was saying like how I'm I'm like, want to do some new video content that I want to, and you know, I'm excited about it. And I've never like, I worked in marketing for 12 years, but it was never like, I never got to be like at my core, like at my own, like true core creative. And I think it's just like owning our own businesses and doing this. And like, sure. Sometimes working with clients is like, you know, crushes our souls. Cause like, you know, we do things that are go against our design sensibilities or whatever, but then we get to also like promote our business and do stuff on our website and create things and like build out whatever, like, yeah, totally on our terms. And it's so creative and amazing. Um, Carrie Beckett said, my parents have been amazing clients for me. That is so awesome. First of all, I would never work with my parents. Um, but luckily for me, all of my family lives very far away. So it's not really a problem. Um, <laughs> okay. So we were talking, I wanted to actually ask you about your consultation then. Um, yeah. what, what you were talking about, like you do floor planning help sometimes in your consultation. Like what do your consultations look like typically? Like Take me through what, what you might do in a consultation that won this contractor over. And Are like, we talking oh, about pre-COVID? Yeah, it's pre-COVID. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so pre-COVID. Normally, the contractor sends the client a booking link. Um, and then they, it's a private link because they book it for free. Usually, um, I would send, you know, it would, they would have to pay through Acuity and stuff. Um so they book it it's a four hour time block sometimes damn yeah so sometimes um we need more than that but usually we can keep it in within four hours um for a room um and so that starts with me going to their house i show up at the at the start time and then they have the option to select when they're in the booking app whether they want to go shopping with me or for me to bring back options. So I give them the option to go with me or for me to bring them back. I say two to three options. Usually it's one to two. Um, and um, the majority of the time they will say that they want to go with me, uh, which I'm starting to not prefer, but I'm still okay with it happening. Um, and so I meet them at their house. We spend, 
if it's a really simple job, we're going to spend at least 30 minutes because I'm kind of, I'm getting to know them and I'm asking them questions about how they use the space. Um, Talk to me, like, tell me what would a simple job be? Like, a simple job is going to be like, this is my guest bathroom. And, you know, I know that I'm replacing the shower and that I want it to, or that the the tub shower is going to be just a shower. And I want it to be completely tiled out. I know that I can keep this toilet, but I'm going to need a new vanity. And so then I'm asking questions like, okay, so with your vanity, you know, what kind of layout are you interested in for the drawers and doors? Um, I'm going to assume, and I'm going to explain this to them. I will assume that we want a 36 inch height vanity, right? Because right now in your 80s house, you have a shorter vanity and it's hard to wash your face or whatever. And, um, and so then I'll say, do you want um, a two handle faucet or a single handle faucet? And I'm just kind of prepping them for the decisions that the showroom will ask so that they aren't overwhelmed on our trip. Because my whole, a huge part of my branding is that I make the remodeling process way less overwhelming. And so like my whole thing is like, let me make this easy and fun for you. So I go through and I ask them questions really in like layman's terms. And I'm like, do you like a rectangle sink or an oval sink? And (laughs) and they'll be like, oh, okay, rectangle. And so then when we show up at the plumbing showroom, I can start off by saying, all right, we need a brush nickel, um, eight inch widespread faucet. It needs to be on the more traditional side. And we want a rectangle sink from probably American Standard or Kohler to go with that. Um, We're doing... Uh, we will or will not use a shower wand in the shower. I don't need a temperature diverter things. So I can run the showroom lady through everything. And she's just like, she's my girl and she's taking her into, and then she'll ask the little details. So then she knows which brand cause she, I've sent her the proposal ahead of time too. So she knows our budget. So then she can take us over to the Delta if we're, you know, kind of staying on the lower end of things, or she can take us over to the cooler area if we've got more to spend. Um, and we can, she'll say, you know, this is one of our best sellers and I really like it because it has the blah, 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 blah. And then the client can go, yeah, I like that one. And then, um, you know, we go on to the next appointment and I say, um, pick from one of these countertop brands. And my, my guy has like dirt, his countertops are displayed really easily to just say, you know, stick to these manufacturers. And then within them, you can, if you're concerned about cost, look for X, Y, Z. Otherwise, blah, blah, blah. And then they pick out a countertop that they like. And then I can say, all right, now come over here and I'll show you the different profile options. And then, so I'm just like, I'm walking them through a, a tiny little design experience while still like gently telling them what they want. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Like, like, you know, for, for your house, because it's a more traditional vibe, you might want the OG countertop profile. This is my best seller for homes like yours. Or, um, you know, this is a pretty modern place. Let's just do an eased countertop edge. You don't, you don't even notice it. It's rounded on the edge, so it's not sharp. Um, but it's pretty flat. And it's, you know, just basic. It's timeless. You can't get sick of it. Um, and then, so we go to each of the places. We do flooring. Um, I have paint colors with me. I usually spec Sherwin-Williams and then I also have Benjamin Moore in case they're willing to get crazy with me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> <Golden> party. <Woo. laughs> and, um, and so then, yeah, we do, we do flooring, countertop cabinets, um, backsplash. We'll do any kind of plumbing fixture, hardware, 
Um, and then if there's anything, lighting and mirrors, and if there's anything that um, we don't have time to select together or um, I feel like we've run out of time, I'll say, okay, so we're coming to the end of our appointment. We still need to do X, Y, Z. So would you like to get together? Um, I have, looks like I have an opening next week on Thursday at three. Um, and they'll say, you know, yeah. Or I'll say, um, I think I can just send you some, some suggestions from here. I think I know what you want. And so let me email you um, some ideas and then we'll finish this up that way. Otherwise, if we're completely done, I say, okay, now you go sit tight. I will get these selections over to your contractor and um, he will update your proposal so you can individually approve every item and you'll be able to see the price for it. And so you can, if there's anything that you're not comfortable with, um, if the quote comes back too high, just let me know and we can rework something. And that's never happened. <laughs> and so this is the process. So just so I'm clear, more in particular, like with your contractor guy, right? Yes. That's only his process. Yes. Okay. That is freaking cool, man. Um, yeah, I love it. <laughs> it is great. Oh my God. It is for me. And it makes me kind of feel like a TV personality because I just get to go be like the, the showroom lady. And I'm just yeah. like, look at option number A. It's beautiful because it shines. And then option number B is beautiful because it, costs nothing and (laughs) you're like the hero and yeah the star like you're you're the good part whereas like he's the guy charging a lot of money and he's like here's something wrong too long or so okay then he okay so let's say you got all the things accomplished in the consultation which was i said you said a four-hour time block and so i'm clear it starts 30 minutes in the house and then you like showroom hop so you start with yeah. cleaning, mm-hmm. then you go to countertops. What's that? We usually start with plumbing. Yes. Yeah. Um, counter- and are you guys doing custom vanities a lot of the time? Yeah. And he, so he is um, a dealer for a couple different lines, but he recently just told me um, that's taking too much of his time. So he now is sending me back to a cabinetry showroom. Oh, okay. It wasn't, yeah. yeah. Okay. And so, but at this point though, you haven't like finalized necessarily the exact design of the vanity or anything. I'll know a general, so I'll know what size it is. And I'll know that, for example, we want to do two doors in the middle and then we'll do drawers on the side. And then whatever, however, whatever proportions that works out to be, go with it. Or, um, I just recently had a client who was like, you know, my plumbing, I know that the plumbing is going to dictate that we have only doors on this much of the, of the thing. Cause the plumbing comes to the floor or something. And, um, and so then I, I made a little drawing just so that we'd be positive about that. And so I'll throw in um, like elevations and floor plans and stuff, wherever it's needed to communicate what I need to, but they're not guaranteed with this process. So a lot of times, cause he does cheap architect too. And so he mm-hmm. can make up a floor plan if there's not really um, if nothing's changing in the, in the way out. And then I don't really need to do that. Um, I did just have somebody switching from, um, on one wall, they had a shower next to a tub and I was like, okay, so we're going to get rid of the tub. They're replacing it with a shower only. And then where the shower was, we did like a built-in thing with like laundry pullouts on the bottom and shelving above that. So then I drew an elevation because I Mm -hmm. wanted to communicate that super clearly, but that's not always necessary and okay just so i'm clear 
When you say you drew an elevation, do you mean on the spot with the pen no. and paper? Like you went back and you like yeah, did that's all right. proper drawings. Yep. Okay. So, um, and then what happens is you book this consultation and the contractor pays you for that time. Yes. Yeah. The client, the contractor pays me once I'm like done, done. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, um, in, okay. So just the consultation, what are yeah. your, like, what are the goals of having defined, like leaving the consultation? Like what, but what happens with tile? What do you mean? What happens? Like, when did you source tile? You didn't do that during the consultation. Did you? Well, no, I did that during the design, um, day. So we did that together after the meeting at the house. Okay. So that was one of the showroom stops. Yep. This is like getting her done. Like, yeah. <laughs> it is. And so obviously, okay. So it, the, the consultation design day is you go in for 30 minutes and then you go to like potentially probably three, at least showrooms. You do not go to other, like, what if you don't like any of, what if the client hates all the tile at that showroom? If we don't find something, usually, um, so I have two showrooms that are pretty close together that I could be like, okay, well, if we didn't find something that I know we could find something at this place. Um, if they, so I had one client who had this really, really weird specific idea for a backsplash and I knew it wasn't, I think it was like a metal backsplash and I didn't, I knew it wasn't going to be available at any showroom in the entire Metro. I was like, this just isn't a thing. So <laughs> I told her, um, you know, I'm going to look online and I'm going to find a vendor that can get us what we need. I'll just send you an image of, you know, what it's going to look like. Um, and so that was more of like, um, I'll take care of this on my time and then get in touch with you about what the solution is so that you can approve it. Got it. Um, what is the, okay, do the clients get in your car with you or are you caravanning your way there? I have had one client, maybe two clients that I can think of that have gotten in my car. I have a, I have a pretty new car. I, um, before that, I would, no, absolutely You're not. like, no, my car is embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> um, but usually we drive separate and I, I bring that up and I say, let's drive separate so that, I, so that we can just go our separate ways once we're done with the last visit. Because I, yeah, I don't make awkward small talk in the car. Yeah. Or are you judging I have my car like this right now? Yeah. Um, and um, like there's, uh, if they don't want to go shopping with me, then we're going to do, I'll come back with pre a presentation to give them. So then I'm just basically collecting samples at the plumbing room. I'm collecting what they call a picture book. And my rep prints me off um, all my selections, just images of them with no prices. Um, and yeah, <laughs> so then I take that back and I'm like, you know, here's, here's the tile selection and here's the carpet selection and here's the hardwood and the trim and here's a paint swatch and here's a picture book of your plumbing um, selections. And then it's a, like a normal formal presentation. If they're with me shopping, it's just, how do you, you know, what do you think about this with this? Oh yeah, I like that one better too. Okay, let's let's eliminate yeah. this. And so it's just in real time, there's no real like presentation moment. Um, out of curiosity, what's the drive, like where you live, um, what's the drive time from like, most of the time from a client's house to a showroom and then showroom hopping, the drive time? 
so our area, my metro is, um, I want to say it's like 6,400,000 or 6,400-ish. Um, 600, I don't know what I'm saying. I don't know how numbers work, but... so it's like it's on the smallish side um and so our regions are very much so divided by um target audience is like a nice way to say that yeah the west the west and north areas are really where all our clients are going to be and because we're not a huge metro that's a that's a decently tight area it will never take you more than 20 minutes to get anywhere here. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's kind of a hard rule because the interstate goes right through the middle of everything in every direction. So, okay. um, so like a client usually lives anywhere from two to 10 minutes away from the showrooms and all our showrooms are pretty condensed into like, like a, I don't know, three to five mile radius. Right. And okay, first of all, I'm going to stop and say Olivia Benson says, hi, Becky. Hello. Olivia. She's also on the podcast once. Uh, but I feel like you guys probably know each other. Do you guys know each other? Just not in real life. Just, just like over the gra- or the <laughs> stuff. I, I feel you. Facebook You've seen her work on Facebook, like yes. or whatever. Years. Yeah. Yeah. The same way we all know each other, really. Um, okay. The, um, the, okay. So in theory, though, when you're doing this with your contractor, you're doing the consultation booking, um, and sometimes consultation being like the design day, right? Yeah, yeah. We call it a design appointment. Love it. Uh, a lot of the times you get everything you need done there if it's a simple one, but if it's not a simple one, a.k.a. a kitchen design, mm-hmm. would that be a not so simple one? Yeah, so, and again, depending on the kitchen. Some people are like, you know, I just really want, I want a custom island, but everything else I just want to repaint and put new countertops on. Okay. Um, and so with the more complicated ones, what we'll usually do is break it into two different appointments. The first one will be, um, you know, let's talk about your space plan. Let's talk about where you want everything to go. So, you know, are you going to need a pull-out spice drawer or do you have a different idea of how you want your spices organized? Um, pull out trash. Do you want a microwave drawer or is it important to you to have the microwave up higher? Just little stupid details. And then, um, then I go put together a design of some sort and then bring it back to them because I'm going to need time to check on more things. Um, and I'm going to probably want to get a quote from the kitchen people. So what do you mean a time to check on more things? So I'm probably going to get quotes at that point because um, there's a wider range of the prices that can come back. And so I'm less familiar with what to expect if there we end up with all of these different pullouts and stuff. It's like, that's too much for me to do off the top of my brain. Yeah. So then I need some more planning time and I need some time to sit down with like, um, you know, how, where should we position this island and or should we do a peninsula instead because maybe that makes more sense. And then I'm, you know, calculating how much storage space they get within their cabinetry. And so it's stuff that I don't want to do on the spot anyway, yeah. if I can avoid it. Yeah. So yeah, in that case, if we're actually, if we're doing more of a gut run out, then it's going to be a multi-appointment uh, relationship. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. Um, you were, 
would you, so when you're coming back or, yeah, let's say you came back with a bunch of tiles and stuff. You were saying like no pricing, right? You don't show any pricing and it's basically like, do they, was that? Yeah, correct. There's no price. I, I kind of, so sometimes I'll ask the showroom like, Hey, what's this retail for? If it's not listed. Um, and in my mind, I know his discount at that place. And so I'm thinking of a different number in my head and I just want to make sure that like we're on the right path because I don't want to be picking out a $40 a square foot tile that is new and pretty and I'm not familiar with it yet. Yeah. Uh, And so there's a little bit of that conversation, but mostly it's me telling the client, yeah, this is within your budget and that's it. Which you have been given, like you said, he gave you kind of a budget that you're working within already. So you kind of know. Um, And do you, uh, do you perform, perform? Do you offer this service outside of him, like a design day like this for your own clients who just reach out to you directly? Kind of. And I, for the most part, no. I used to, like I tried for a little while um, and it was a little overwhelming because unless they work with this contractor specifically, um, the contractors aren't really ready to just pick it up and run with it. And so usually I'm going to have to put way more detail into what we're putting together. And if they're coming to me without a proposal or anything, it's way more open-ended. So I don't have a budget or an allowance. And then I have to come up with that on my end. So then, um, for the most part, no, (laughs) I took that service off of my website. I used to have, you know, design in a day, Um, and my idea was that I would always make it two appointments. It would be a, let's talk about it. Let's do a consultation. And then 24 hours we would meet again. And I would have like a little presentation ready and I would charge for, I think eight hours, um, which would be like the time in between that. But I just kind of decided that's not even the type of client that I want to be attracting because I want to be more involved if it's going to be just like if it's gonna originate as my client then they're coming to me for the design anyway and so the design's got to be a more unique experience for them yeah that's really smart uh leanne is asking is uh the contractor making the margins on the product yes he's making everything (laughs) i'm only charging for my time in this instance so that's and i mean you're not project as soon as you because i feel like i that's how i approach anything like Anything relating to finishes, I'm like, I want the contractor to purchase it, uh, take care of it, because when it goes wrong later, I don't want to be involved. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, yeah. 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 It's like, I you know, right? Yeah. And I don't like, um, I don't like managing orders and, and things like that. I use my DOMA, so I, like, I have all the capabilities to do whatever I need to, but at the same time, it's just kind of a back end. It's a huge stressor for me to have yeah. to manage things that like I, and I've actually considered very recently, I've gotten pretty serious about maybe taking a course like from a college class, like a community college um, to maybe learn some project management so I could get more comfortable with it because I am a control freak and I'd love to be in more control, but the responsibility aspect um, kind of scares me and managing others is something that I really have like zero experience in. So <laughs> I'm like, I would want to be a pro before I would start charging and putting that on me because I had it on me for a little while and I kind of decided to let other people drive and just be an observer for a little longer. 
Okay, some random bug just flew <laughs> on his back on my desk. <laughs> I don't know how to deal with this right now. Um, we're going to use a post-it. We're going to use a post-it. We're going to... Oh, God. Okay, we're good. Um, that was weird. Uh, okay, I had another question. I had a question. Uh, when, you, when you go into, like, let's say a bathroom... Um, oh, so I'm going to stop for a sec. Leanne says, my husband took an amazing course on it. I'd have to find the name of it. So that yeah. would be amazing, Leanne. That um, awesome. Yeah. Um, do you, Kate, okay, when you have, let's say you're going in for the design a day, and then we'll wrap up because it's already been an hour and it took also a half hour to get sorted. <laughs> and we're going to play a game still if you're down. We have yeah, a game. I the game. I just told my bike buyer that tomorrow's better. <laughs> no! We're going to wrap up so soon, I promise. No, 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 no. She's with me until tomorrow now. <laughs> I'm sorry. I had originally asked her if tomorrow would work, and she said, or oh, I can come today. And so we set up today, but then she's like, or tomorrow's good, too. <laughs> so it's Okay. okay. Um, let me ask you one last question about the process, and then we're going to play our little game, and we're going to yes. just roll with that. Um, okay, so... Do you show up, like, when you have, a, like, if you go into a place about a kitchen or a bathroom, do you have, like, a form that you, like, I have to ask all these questions, get all this stuff nailed down, or are you just, like, I know I need, like, you just start doing with me, like, is that how you roll? Yep. Just remember, and you just it's know. It's just in my brain box. Um, <laughs> I, um, I actually have a pretty strong background in musical theater, and so I'm pretty good with improv and um, being on the spot. I do pretty well with whatever I need to do and I say that now and then when you ask me these questions in a little bit in our game I'm I know I'll freeze but like forget I'm like to go back and be like well shoot I didn't ask this question that I needed to ask but I mean yeah. you do seem like you got your shit together as far as like you're a well-oiled machine that was very cool and very like I feel like this was so valuable just now because I've not heard anybody work that way and I think that people are really going to love it so I am like I said I'm going to export this into like an audio version to go on the podcast too um hopefully people will like watch it okay we're going to play a game guys so people who are watching we're going to play the game Ellen plays on her uh show called five second rule and the rules are basically uh Becky and I are going to take turns asking each other uh, a question and we have to name three things for whatever the question was that she asked and it's going to be design related and we have five seconds to answer I'm going to keep score because I'm competitive and we can't you know <laughs> okay we're going to give ourselves five minutes to do this -ish. um so who do you want to go first do you want to be asked the question first or ask me the question first oh. you're the guest you get to pick I will ask you first okay so just to remember, you're going to ask me and then you're going to count down from five and buzz me out if I don't answer. And then I'm going to answer. And when I'm done answering, I'm going to hit the button. Okay, I'm ready. Okay, let me test my buzzer sound. Okay, me too. Mine's really long, I feel like. I know, me too. But, you know, Whatever. we're rolling with it. Our budget for this was pretty low. Slash not existing. Very affordably. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it costs us time, a half hour of time up front to get ourselves sorted. Okay, I am ready and I'm excited and I'm probably gonna get very loud. Okay. okay. All right, are you ready? I believe I am. 
All right. I'll start with the easier ones. How about that? And should I, how many should I do? You're going to ask me one, then I'm going to ask you one. We're going to take turns. Okay. We're just going to go back and forth and then we're going to just try to do it until it seems like the right amount of time to stop. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to do it for an hour. No. Okay. Uh, okay. All right. I'm scared. Okay. No. (laughs) Name three different ways to say green. Go. Uh, there. Uh, uh, aubergine. That's not right. Uh, ah, sage. Um, olive. <laughs> I think. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> aubergine. That's not accurate. I don't, I don't know. I can't fact check that. <laughs> I don't know. We're not going to fact check this. Okay. I like that one. That was a good one. I did not do any like that. I like it. Okay. Okay. Hold on. Okay, I'm going to start easy too. So hold on, I got to find, I think I went too hard. Um, okay. <laughs> Sorry, I feel like they're too decorating. And I know that you don't like that. Okay, okay, <laughs> okay, we're going back, we're going back. Okay. Name three... Okay, well, I gotta start. Name three types of faucets. Oh, um, four-inch spread, eight-inch spread, and center set or uh, single hole. <laughs> buzz it out! Buzz it out! Oh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> I came up with that one on the fly because I wanted it to feel relevant to your interests. No, I don't. My buzzer doesn't work. I'm just gonna mouth buzzer. Me. <laughs> okay. Okay. Anyways, I'm ready. I love that one. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. Name three things that you should not wear to install day. Go. Open toe shoes. A white. Oh, oh, black pants. Uh, a button up shirt. Uh, you did. <laughs> I just know that when I wear uh, black pants on site, I come back with like dust all over them. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Did you say a button up shirt? Yeah, that made no sense. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, in my mind, I'm like low cut top or, you know, because you're Oh yeah, that's good. I like that. (laughs) Yeah. I couldn't think of a last one for that. Okay. Yours are good. Mine are very decorating. So hopefully that won't be the worst. Okay. (laughs) Name three client red flags. Mm. Um, how much is this going to cost? Um, I'm in a rush and um, my dog poops everywhere. No, you did it. That was good. Did you say my dog poops everywhere? <laughs> yes. Yeah. I've heard that one hasn't happened to me, but I've heard some really bad horror stories about people going to consultations and there's just like literal feces on the floor from their pets. And yeah, th- this like blows my mind. I'm like, that's a that's real OP a red flag. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, speaking of feces, uh, I had a client, I did her kids room and mm-hmm. I feel like this kid was struggling. He like, she's never gonna see this but he was struggling like I remember when he was supposed to go to school like he couldn't go to school because he was not potty trained anyways I come to her house one day after her his room had been like all done up and she's like I don't remember what I was doing but I was going into her his room to like add some stuff because I was getting a photo shoot done and she's like 
okay, so he just pooped on the carpet. And so I had to clean it up, but I don't think it smells. And I was oh. like, uh, okay. So I think he did not like the room. He was not happy with the reveal and oh, no. um, he shot on my room. So yeah, oh, uh, I forget. Did I go just now or did you do it? Um, I you did the red flags. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Ready. That was, that was one of my questions too, by the way. So great. Oh, really? Oh, I like it. Yeah. Well, I had it, um, three reasons not to work with a client. <laughs> good one. Yeah. It's so good. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. I think. Okay. All right. Name three things that you think when a family member says, come to my house. Okay, I think you're an asshole. Fuck off. And I hope there's going to be food and alcohol. There you go. <laughs> oh, good job. <laughs> Rage. I, sh- I mean, I, I just think, oh, yes. so freaking annoying. Internal thoughts are just like. Yeah, I'm just like, are you fucking kidding me right I mean, now? I'm going to just, quote, do your house. <laughs> yeah. Do you know, like, some of these things we're talking about today are so topical because I had, like, a like a thread about this in a, like, designer chat earlier today yeah. about, like, how do you say no to friends and family who just ask you for free advice? Yeah. Okay, I got one for you. Okay. Okay, what are, okay, I want to say it in a way that makes sense. How, name three ways you could tell a client you don't want to work with them. Um, okay. <laughs> um, I'm really busy right now. I, uh, I'm charging. Uh, <laughs> okay. That's more effective. My, my own mouth buzzer is more effective. You got more in there though? You got more like late ones for me? Um, and so I, my new price is a million dollars. Um, Oh gosh. I just actually recommended someone. Um, That's a good one. <laughs> yeah, no, I tell I've you could also say like if it's somebody that you know, you can just say I don't work with friends and family. Yeah, that's like, what I know. Yeah. Okay, let's do one more each. Okay. I have to pick my best one. Oh hell. Okay. Me too then. I gotta get ready for when I ask you. <laughs> I feel like yours were better than mine. Damn. I have I literally I took the image that you gave me and I photoshopped um questions onto every single one of them so i have 16 uh, but a lot of them are super bad just stupid ones um no but that color one was good i never thought that's a good one i'm gonna add it to my list of like when i do this with someone else oh i got one i'm ready yeah i got it okay <laughs> here's a fun one okay all right you ready wait wait what am i ready yes i'm ready yes okay and you're ready I am ready. Okay. I've never been more ready. Name three words you avoid using in front of clients. Go. Fuck. Uh, oh, totes. And hot take. I've been using that a lot and I've been trying to reel that okay. one in. <laughs> okay. You made it. That was a good one. Was really like good. one. Um, okay. Are you ready? Uh, yeah. Okay. Name the three things you hate most about running your own business. 
Oh, not knowing how to run QuickBooks. I rely on oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> uh, advertising and um, money. Like, let's let's try to make the universe be, let's be clear on money. So the universe doesn't yes. think you hate getting the money. No, I don't hate getting money, but I do. I would prefer if it was just more consistent. You know, when I get an influx. My tendency, like if I get a huge payment, I really want to just like dump it all into my car, you know, or just get rid of my debt as fast as possible. But I have to like treat myself as if I have this steady flow and give myself a regular salary because there's going to be a slow month that I'm not going to have back up. So yeah. So right now I have savings for like the first time in four years. (laughs) That's amazing. And you're 27. That's so freaking awesome. All right, Becky, this was fun. I really quite enjoyed that. So tell everybody where they can follow you and all that good stuff. Um, Well, my name is Becky Lou, L-E-U. Everybody always spells that wrong um, because it's pretty unique. So it's going to be Lou Interiors on um, both Instagram and Facebook. And louinteriors.com is my website. Um, or you can find my personal Instagram, which is just Becky Lou, no underscores or anything. And it's just pictures of my dogs. <laughs> <laughs> which sounds like the perfect recipe right now yeah. for quarantine. It's nice. Well, that yeah. was an hour and 20 minutes. And I feel like I don't even know who was around or watched it, but I'm going to record it into a podcast anyways. And it's going to be a great one. That was really good. Okay. <laughs> All right, lady, have an amazing weekend. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for doing this. Thank you, Michelle. Bye. Bye. That was really fun to edit because I recorded that in the middle of COVID. I don't even know when it was, but it's been a few months now. So I just listened to, I remember having that conversation with Becky and thinking how awesome and smart she was and is. And I got to feel that all over again. I hope you enjoyed that episode. It was so incredible. I should note that she references a few things that are no longer relevant. And by a few things, I mean one thing. She talked about a promo uh, for the presentation by design by Kelly Fridline. Um, I don't know if there's still a promo, but that, go check out that Facebook group. But that promo she was referencing was from way back when. So don't know that that's still relevant. Uh, So yeah, I'm also very excited to announce that I'm gonna be one of over 20 designer speakers for the Designers on Social Summit. Bobby, who contacted me, who's the founder, uh, launched this. I think this will be his the second year in a row that they're doing this. But you can actually go to designersonsocialsummit.com and you can register for free right now to actually watch three of the previous replays from the previous speakers. And I'm telling you, there is some amazing gold in there. I noted three that I was definitely gonna sign up to watch. Uh, And then you can pay, I believe, to watch all of them if you want. In January is when I will be participating. And there's going to be more information on that coming out. I think it's starting in December where you can register for that. But basically, it's a three-day online event in January. It's for the design community. And it brings together over 20 industry experts who have a unique perspective to share about successfully leveraging social media. I'm really excited to be a part of this. I'm going to be talking about authenticity. 
That's right. I think it's pretty clear that I keep it real. I just try to be me. I just, I lead with my heart. I'm honest. I'm real. And I'm not trying to be someone I'm not. And for somebody who wasn't always like that, uh, it's been a very, very powerful, transformative thing in my life. And I want to share some of how you can incorporate that into your business and in your life as well. So guys, please be on the lookout for that. I'm so, so excited. Also, I'm excited because I went to look at my reviews and there were new reviews. I'm just so, my heart is so freaking full right now. I can't even believe it, but um, I'm going to look right now. So if you're in my Facebook group, you already saw this one, but I'm going to shout Tina out on the podcast because I'm so grateful that she left this review. And then I'm going to read a second one because I am not afraid to read them all right now and have none to read next week because I've, I'm certain somebody else is going to leave me a review to read next week because I don't, that's going to be awkward for me otherwise. And I don't think we want that. So please help me out. All right, Tina, thank you so much for this review. Um, I will make a correction though. The Michelle Reyes episode, it's Monica Reyes, shout out to Monica, was phenomenal. Inspirational and so real. It felt like it, I felt like it was me. That was so helpful. Michelle's honesty of heart and vulnerability is so powerful. I share a similar life journey and you finally, and to finally be able to identify my issues was beyond moving. Michelle, you are heart emoji. Thank you. Um, so number one, the power of authenticity peeps, you're seeing it right here. It lets people in and it helps them relate. Um, but, uh, I really appreciate this feedback because putting that out felt a little self-indulgent and, you know, that's not how I intend it. Um, I keep saying, and I just keep putting content out that I wish I had, um, also, I know that if I wanted to work with somebody, hearing them at work the way Monica did with me on an episode would be the best way for me to make that decision. Somebody who really struggles to pull the trigger on something like that. So I felt like it was a good, you know, it was good for me, but I also felt it was good for Monica. So it was kind of, I felt like I was getting something and I wanted to give her something in return, but also hopefully let people in and know that you're not the only one struggling with stuff and, Anyway, now I'm being self-indulgent. Anyway, okay, the other review I'm going to read is from Ellie at Nest in Nook, which, by the way, I don't believe is her Instagram because I tried real hard to look up at Nest in Nook on Instagram and I could not find you. But Ellie, if you're out there, DM me. I want to thank you personally. So four, five stars, five stars. Completely love. Thank you. Thank you for breaking open this space and being there to help new designers like myself, demystifying the interior design process, starting up in the crazy, scary world that it is, and running this business and helping us all feel like we're not alone. You're amazing. And this podcast is a true gem in my world, literally a life-saving moment for me when I found you. So thank you. Eternally grateful. Okay, guys, I'm going to read one more because that's just how I roll. So I have to read this one because I freaking love it so much. Uh, this one's from Daffs321. Absolute favorite. Michelle is absolutely hilarious, first of all. Thank you, Daffs. Uh, and I've always found myself laughing out loud. I also love how she shamelessly asks the question that we're all too self-conscious to ask. She is so authentic about who she is and what her struggles are. And it makes this podcast incredibly relatable and relevant. 100% my favorite design podcast. Thank you, Michelle. Keep it up. 
heart so full. Okay, I feel like there was maybe some other ones, but I'm going to hold off on reading them right now because I'm going to read them next week. So guys, I so appreciate the reviews. Keep them coming. They keep me going. And if you want to get some 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 fun in your inbox, then go to michellebinette.com slash realtalk and sign up. Once a month, I'm now sending out a newsletter with all the things that I think are helpful, inspiring, and um, that's it. That's really all I got to say about that. <laughs> Anyways, guys, I will talk to you soon. Bye. <laughs>